but yeah, it's good. Um, you know, it's good that you recognize, I guess, the two sides, the physical and the mental side. Um, we had a teacher come to our monastery. So I actually was a Buddhist monk for eight years. So I lived in a monastery. And um, in Dharamsala, this was in Germany, actually. Oh, okay. yeah. But I did live in Dharamsala as a monk also. Right. And uh, the teacher came from Burma to our monastery in Germany, and he held out his hand, and he stuck out his finger, and he wiggled his finger, and he said, what is this? Is this body or is this mind? And some people said, uh, body. And he said, no. And he said, okay, mind. And he said, no. Right? It's both. And we do have the body. We have this material part of us, right? We need to eat. Uh, we go to the toilets, we need to rest the body, we can work out and build it up, uh, breathing. But there's also the mind, there's also the side of us that's the consciousness, the awareness, right? Um, sentient beings, right? We are awake and aware, and we know. And in the Western worlds, I think there's a big emphasis on the material side, you know, we like um, money and good food and beautiful place to live and nice homes and people go to the gym and get they look really nice. And it's almost like a social status and a symbol to show yourself. And what do we have for the mind in our country? Television. You know, computers, games, alcohol, drugs. You know, there's a lack of um, healthy, supportive activities and channels for the mind to go. And they're there, but they're not as visible, and people don't talk about them. And it's slowly starting to change as people are seeing, um, you know, collectively that we're unhappy. A lot of people feel a little bit empty, a little bit disconnected to themselves, like depressed, uh, anxiety and things like this, or they can't sleep at night. They're starting to say, okay, what can I do? What else is there? So there is a shift that's kind of moving back towards looking at the mind, and that's also things like yoga you see in all these places now. Um, and also meditation, right, that we're here in a, in a medical institution and they want meditation. So I think the first thing to recognize is that we humans, or even just the human body, uh, it's very lazy. Yeah, the body itself tries to be as efficient as possible, it tries to use the least amount of energy we can. There's the force of gravity pulling down on us at all times. So if you did nothing, you would just fall on the floor. Right? So our neutral state is actually just laying on the, in a crumpled ball on the floor. Right? So to do anything, you have to put in energy. Mm -hmm. It takes energy just to move in this world. And our mental worlds and emotional worlds are also so stimulated and so busy and we're worried and we're stressed and uh, our parents, right, our families, mm -hmm. our jobs, our health, uh, the government, the weather, the earth, all these different things that we don't know how to also create space for ourselves. And the easiest thing to do 
is to distract ourselves, right? So if you think about a body that's laying on that crumpled ball on the floor, that's the physical easiest thing to do. And then the mental easiest thing to do is to get away from all of this, is to go to sleep. So the path of least resistance, the easiest thing we could do is go to sleep. And it's interesting because we have the Buddha and the word Buddha really means the awakened one, the one who woke up. And I really like that wordplay because the easiest way to escape and to do nothing is to be asleep. And that means that to be awake that's is that the same as enlightened? Awakened? Awakened, yes. So the Buddha used the term awakened to describe himself. Okay. That he was now awake to reality. Mm. He understood how things were. Yeah, he woke up. And for us to start to wake up, it's painful. The first thing usually that starts people waking up is that they realize they're unhappy. <laughs> usually they hit their own suffering and they say, oh, there's something wrong here. Uh, what can I do? And when that realization comes into play, the, um, the reality is that we need to then put in effort. We need to do something, right? We need to take action. And a lot of people, because they feel so tired, because they feel so overwhelmed with mental and emotional things, because the body doesn't want to do anything, they don't really make that step. There's a lot of people that come and they say to me, oh, I want to meditate, right? I want to get better, I want to get healthier. Um, but they don't. They don't, they don't have the, the personal power to, to make those steps. Um, and it's hard. It, that's a hard transition and sometimes people have to suffer a lot before they really say okay putting an effort is easier than suffering forever I'd rather put in a little effort right? so when we talk about putting an effort for something like meditation people that do try to meditate they often think that putting an effort means I'm gonna try really hard right that they're gonna sit and they're gonna meditate and they're going to try to push the thoughts away. Or if the mind starts spinning, they're going to grab the mind and keep it steady. Relax it like this. It's like wrestling it down. Um, that doesn't bring many results. That's a very exhausting way to try to meditate. And it's very counterproductive in terms of if you want a peaceful mind you can't then be fighting with your mind, right? Because fighting and peace are not the same thing. So putting an effort in meditation, um, we have to ask, well, what is that effort? What is the right kind of effort to meditate on? How to bring effort in in the correct way? And coming from a place of understanding that we're in a space of suffering, that we want to move out of it, that we want to find peace, so that's called the right view. You have the right understanding. Okay, I want to kind of move out. This is the motivation. Um, we need to start to be more soft, more loving, um, harmless, not hurting anything, not hurting ourselves. We start creating a positive mind space because what we'll see is that the reason that our mind is so busy 
is because the mind is irritated. And when the mind is irritated, it moves. It tries to get away. So the reason that our mind is spinning is because it's irritated. And if it stopped, it would just feel that irritation. It would feel that pain. So it keeps trying to run away from it. It keeps moving. So we need to look at the pain of the mind. What is it in the mind that I'm running away from all the time? What are the feelings that I don't want to face? And also, how do I create more positive, um, better feeling feelings that the mind will want to stay with and rest with? So actually, the trick to meditating is to sit and to actually just relax and to allow your mind to feel comfortable just being here. And that is the easiest and the hardest thing in the world, to start to train the mind to be content, to train the mind not to run away from things, not to try to push things away, and simultaneously not to try to bring things in create new things or go in fantasies or go in planning how can I make a real peace with the present moment and even for myself this whole thing I went and filled up my gas just on the way here and I saw the gas station they had uh, like the scratch ticket for the lottery like the scratch ticket yeah, yeah. and I said you know I'm going to buy one and I bought a scratch ticket and then I was thinking you know do I really want to win this yes or no and I said, well, of course I want to win this. I want to make a million dollars, right? And then I said, well, what if my purpose for being a human here is not to make this million dollars to then you know, go off on vacation somewhere? What if I'm not supposed to have a lot of money? Because then that forces me to work more. That forces me to be more in contact with people. It forces me to share more. Am I sure that my purpose is for me to make a million dollars or not? And then I said, I actually don't know. I don't know if winning this money is the best thing for me. And then I said, so what, what is this? Why did you buy the ticket? What do I want? And I felt into that and I said, you know what? It's because I'm lazy. It's because I want something for nothing. I want to just give $1 and get a million dollars. And then I want my whole life to be taken care of. And I felt uh, ashamed. I felt ashamed of that. And that shame actually often pushes me and motivates me in a bad way. If I ever want to rest, um, sometimes that shame will come up and it'll say, oh, you're, you're just sitting here, you're doing nothing, you should go and do something. It's almost like scolding me in the background, right? Mm-hmm. And it pushes me more than I want to be pushed. Mm-hmm. And to breathe that feeling in and to hear that voice say you're lazy and then say to that voice okay yes I am lazy you know to accept that part of myself because it's not all of me but to accept that part of myself that I was trying to push away I felt that shame and I said it's okay I still love me yes I'm lazy and it's okay so what great I'm lazy big deal it integrated that into myself I felt it become um, almost like absorbed into, into my emotional body. And suddenly I felt more peaceful because it was another part of myself that I've accepted, that I'm not pushing away, that I'm, I'm making peace with. And just that process, suddenly my mind becomes more relaxed. Suddenly I feel more whole, right? Because I'm accepting the different pieces that I'm trying to push away. 
So the process of um, creating a peaceful mind, although right we're here and we're going to do a meditation also, there's also a whole other component that is about uh, looking at our beliefs, looking at our emotions, looking at the karma that we're creating by um, trying to run away from things, by pushing things away. We build up a great force in our life through all of our actions and our words and our, and our thoughts, but we're not always aware of where is that force taking us. Is that force leading me in a direction I want, or is that force something that I'm not even aware of, mm -hmm. right? Is it guilt, or is it shame, or is it fear? Um, and those feelings, if you look at the world, you know, fear especially, right, and anger, right? A lot of people, that's, that's motivating their lives. They're angry, and they're trying to get revenge or figure things out, or they're afraid, so they're trying to control more things, control the world, get more power. Yeah, a lot of the world is motivated by people um, creating energy out of a place that's not so healthy, that's not in, in anybody's best interest, but they're asleep, they're not aware of it, so they just keep going. And all of us in our own lives, we have little energies as well, out of places that are not in our best interest. So. The whole path of Buddhism, especially, it's really to also you have to look inside mm -hmm. and understand what's going on. What do I need to shift? What do I need to change? What do I need to love? What do I need to, to, to do to create more of? Um, so it's a whole path of, it's like a garden, you know? Mm -hmm. And you have to know what is the weed to pull out or oh. to starve, and then what is the plant to water and to grow. Right? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of this kind of understanding involved as well. So for today's meditation uh, that we'll be doing, uh, I'll just lead it in a very um, slow, kind of just relaxed way. So there's not going to be much for you to do. I'm just going to lead you to a place where you can intentionally just be calm and kind of still um, with your breath and with the space. And then I'll bring you back afterwards. And this is what I found is just one of the easiest ways to kind of begin a practice but also to go very deep into a practice as well okay so